Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Tuesday. It'll be busy. Reggie Miller will stop by in about 20 minutes. We'll check in with the new head coach at Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin will join us in a couple of minutes. Program brought to you by the great folks at Golden Road. I was just in touch with the Golden Road folks as I'm ordering the beer for the Christmas party. Now, I said Wolf Pup Session IPA on tap. I can go mango cart as well if you want to. But uh, I'll leave that up to you, Paulie. Do you want to do mango cart with the Wolf Pup Session IPA? Maybe a little of the Hefeweizen, as I, I like to occasionally, <laughs> yeah. I think I said that correctly. Hefeweizen. Golden Road is available in all 50 states. You'll love it. Seasonal, limited edition brews. California-inspired Golden Road Brewing Fresh Craft Beer since 2011. McLevin, poll question today? Um. Uh, if you were Robert Kraft, oh, we're we going to stay of, with this one. Yeah, I think we should get rid of that. But it's eighty-four uh, percent say they would get rid of the massage parlor thing. The next is Spike. It. <laughs> is it all worth it for six rings? That's uh, the question. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, how do you think history is going to look at the Patriots? And and do you care? Does Belichick care? Does Brady care? Does Robert Kraft care? Yeah, Paul. I'm a Bears fan. And I would trade uh, whatever resumes, results with the Patriots anytime. I don't think the Patriots have cheated once, personally. And I'm not a Patriots fan. Yeah. I don't think they've cheated once. And I think they have the perception that they cheat. But, no, I would switch in a second. Seton <laughs> O'Connor just gave Paulie a awesome. standing ovation. I really, I'm, not, I'm not a Patriots fan. I, I, I love the way Belichick does his job. And, but I don't think they cheated at all. Who do you think is more embarrassed the Astros or the Patriots? Because it feels like the Astros were cheating in the moment during games and getting, you know, tipping off their hitters of what was coming their way. It, it appears they got that, results. They won because of they. Part of the reason why they won the World Series is because they cheated. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, it appears that the the Astros cheating accusations are direct. You know, the, the Spygate thing is using a camera in a different location to record coaches. But the Astros cheating is worse to me than the Patriots. Much worse. It, it feels like a direct game uh, influence. Tom Brady has lost back-to-back games in December for the second straight season. Houston and Kansas City this season. Uh, Miami and Pittsburgh last season. Prior to this year, Tom Brady had lost back-to-back December starts only once in his entire career. 
and you have to go back to 2002. Stat of the day, stat of the day, tap, tap, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Stop. This program brought to you by Continental Tire. Proud to be the exclusive tire of the Dan Patrick Show. No matter what you drive, where you drive, how you drive, Continental has a tire for you. More information, go to ContinentalTire.com. We'll talk to Lane Kiffin. He'll join us coming up. Now, he named his son Knox after Knoxville. No. I believe. No, no. I, 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 presumably. The eight months he spent there was such a special time? He spent a year there as the head coach. Now, I don't know if he named his son Knox after Knoxville. I, I'd have to know the time frame of when he was born. But I'd don't you seriously have to consider changing his name? Very snarky if he did. Can you check that? For some reason, I think that that's true. That is, I know he has, his son is named Knox, but I don't know if he had the son when he was in Tennessee. Was he in Tennessee long enough? Was he there nine, nine months <laughs> to have the baby? Yeah, Paul. The children's are named Landry Presley and Monty Knox Kiffin. Okay. So Monty after his dad. Yeah. But Knox, is that Knoxville? The, the child was definitely born after his uh, brief stint in Knoxville. Okay. Could it be Chuck Knox? Wasn't there Knox Culpepper? Knox Overstreet from uh, Goodwill. Oh, what is that movie? Dead Poets Society. Oh. No, I don't think it's because of that. No, we, but we don't know. Uh, Todd, you're still, uh, I think, working on Lane Kiffin back there? All right. Uh, let me get to Eric in California. Hey, Eric. Welcome to the program. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. How you doing, Good, sir. sir. Um, so I just wanted to address some of the, the angel comments with Garrett Cole. Yeah. Um, obviously, big angel fan here, but uh, we do have Joe Adele coming up through the ranks and uh, a couple other really solid prospects. Griffin Canning had a decent little outing um, or a couple of decent outings last year. Andrew Heaney as well. Shohei Otani coming back after surgery. So just, uh, I mean, that's not a horrible rotation if you look at our, our top four. And last year we lost so many games from come behind, come from behind wins. Um, it just, I, I just feel like you add Joe Madden, you add, you know, Garrett Cole, and you, you might have something there. So. Yeah, but don't you want to spend three hundred million dollars differently, though, Eric? I mean, honestly, I, I, I wish I could go back and undo the the pool hole signing. Um, and I told myself a few years ago. I don't want to spend this kind of money on one person because you're just all, all your eggs are in that basket and you're crippling your organization if anything were to happen to him. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you there, but I mean, if you look at Garrett Cole's stats, the guy is just an absolute freak. Um, I mean, he went, I think he went like, like 10 straight games with 12 plus K's and that's just unheard of. Um, oh no. So, I, Hey, look, I was on the bandwagon when, when Houston got him, I loved him in Pittsburgh. I I'm right there with you. I, I have no problem with Garrett Cole and thanks for the phone call, Eric. I just, I get nervous if I'm going to spend all that money on, an, on one player, you know, Yankees, you know, get themselves in situations like this where they overpay for somebody, you know, you got Giancarlo Stanton. And I went, no, you, you don't want him. You know, Jacoby Ellsbury, that they're fin finally getting rid of that contract. And, and look, the Yankees can absorb a hit like that, but n not many franchises can. And 
it feels like the Yankees need Garrett Cole. It feels like they're going to go get him. Yeah, maybe the Angels up the end because now it, it just costs you more. And I think that Garrett Cole's going to sign this week. Um, Strasburg's already in the books. He knows that he's going to get close to $300 million. How long's the deal going to be? Is it West Coast, East Coast, all that stuff? I like how Garrett Cole said, you know, I want to pitch on the West Coast. Scott Boris's agent quickly came out and goes, well, I mean, he'll, he'll pitch on the East Coast too. Yeah, you don't want to hurt your negotiations here. Yeah, Paul. Do you think the Yankees were being used to set the market for Garrett Cole? You go to the people with the most money, you get their offer, and you fly out to L.A. and say, here's the going offer for Garrett Cole. Oh, I don't think the Yankees care if they're being used. I don't know how many franchises can pay that amount. So if the Yankees are like, what are you going to pay him? Uh, I don't know, 245 Now 245 seems like it's a bargain compared to Steven Strasburg, and he's not going to be signing for 245 No, Now they're talking upwards. So you can have two guys. What's Trout's contract? He's over $300 million, right? So you're going to have two guys at $600 million, and you're not even a you know title contender, right? We just got a stat here. 35.6% of the Angels' losses last season came via a blown lead, the fifth lowest percentage in Major League Baseball. How about you get a closer then? Doesn't, doesn't that seem more logical? If you're going to blow a lead, how about you get a closer? I'm going to guess you can get him for a lot cheaper than you can Garrett Cole. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? We touched on the, the Giants situation a little bit. Does Eli get to have another start here? If Daniel Jones is healthy, I mean, home against Miami, do you give him one more home game? Like you, This isn't a sentimental stroll down memory lane. Because you needed him to start because Daniel Jones was banged up. Yeah, McLovin. You know, he fell below 500 by one game. Oh, no. Don't you have to give him the chance to get back to 500 against the Dolphins? Yeah, but there's no guarantee they're going to beat the Dolphins. It's a ho- If he can't beat the, the Dolphins at home, he's never getting back to 500. Yes. Yeah, you don't think the uh, let's do it for Eli rallying <laughs> cry is going to motivate the locker room? Uh, We're doing it for Eli. Come on. Let's go beat the Dolphins. <laughs> Yeah, Paul. They have to let him get another win. There's nothing more Eli Manning than finishing exactly 500 <laughs> for your regular season career with two rings and two Super Bowl MVPs, and you're perfectly a C-plus quarterback. Right <laughs> now, 116 wins, 117 losses. Miami should do the right thing and lose. Yes, they do. Yeah. They, now they should be tanking. Tanking for Eli, not tanking for Tua. Yeah, McLovin. All right, we're laughing now. I'd say at halftime, 16 teams were ready to sign Eli. He looked like a... a all-pro first receiver. And then he just didn't let him throw in the second half. I, I think it was on Shermer more than Eli. Okay, if he's playing next year, yeah, then I'm not obligated, you know, as far as the Giants go, to play him. And, and say, well, I let him play in this last home game. If he's playing next, if you say this is the, the last games of his career, then I'd let him start against the Miami Dolphins. But Eli wants to play next year. Well, you said yesterday the Eagles don't want to see Eli. No. I, and that was very I, true. I, I, I really believed that they were nervous. Not ner- They were more concerned with Eli out there than they would have been Daniel Jones. I, I truly believe that. And it certainly showed in the first half. Uh, yeah, so 116 and 117 with, uh, with Eli Manning. Also, last night he's now he's lost to the Eagles 20 times in his career. His 20 losses to Philadelphia are the second most by 
any quarterback versus a single team since 1950. Joe Ferguson of the Buffalo Bills lost 21 games to the Miami Dolphins. Then it's Eli. Dan Marino lost 17 to the Bills. Eli lost 17 to the Cowboys. So Eli's up there uh, in the uh, top four for a couple of those. Also, did it? when did it dawn on the Giants? No, I guess it didn't. When did it dawn on them that maybe they should cover Zach Ertz with one person? I was thinking maybe three because it felt like Zach Ertz was going to be open whenever he wanted to be open there. Uh, let me see. So this is – I'm getting something here. Uh, let me see. Lane Kiffin's son was not named after Knoxville. I guess Lane's former wife liked the name, and uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt used that for uh, one of their children, one of their sons. So uh, that's the inside information I have here. (laughs) We've been doing my research here. We may not get Lane Kiffin. But I nailed that story about his son being named Knox. Yes, they met at Fort Knox. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, by the way, happy birthday to Emmanuel Shrieky. She's 44 today. Todd just sent me. A, I got like nine pictures of Emmanuel Shrieky from uh, Entourage. Meanwhile, when Lane Kiffin's waiting for a phone yeah, call from Todd. I, I'm saying to Todd, are you tracking down Lane Kiffin? You're sending me pictures of Emmanuel Shrieky. Stunning. And in person, when I saw her. Stunning. Yes, McClellan. So my wife watches these terrible rom-coms on Netflix. They have like a million of them. And walked by the other day, and guess who is playing like a mom, uh, like a 40-something-year-old mom in suburbs? Emmanuel Shrieky is in a Netflix movie that just came out. I couldn't believe it that she's... She's a mom? Yeah, she's a mom. She's that old. I remember she was a teenager on Entourage like yesterday. And now she's got a 12-year-old daughter in this... uh, in this new movie on Netflix. I don't think she was a teenager in Entourage. Well, oh, right, right. She was, it was young. How long ago was Entourage? I don't know. I feel like it's 15 to 20 years already. For Entourage? Maybe, what? yeah. Oh, they're showing the picture of me with uh, Manuel Shrieky. Look at that smile on my face. Good God. <laughs> Good God. I never showed my wife that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good idea. I know. Oh, she doesn't watch TV. No, my wife doesn't watch the show. She doesn't care. But, yeah, I because I had talked about Emmanuel Freaky coming on the show, and we wanted to get an autographed picture, and, you know, I'm asking guys on the show, can you get Emmanuel Freaky to send a picture? And so then I see her at this event. She comes up, and she goes, we've got to get a picture together. And I go, all right, I'll do it. Yes, yeah, A uh, Peloton girl, not unlike Emmanuel Freaky. Very, very oh. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Not as pretty as Emmanuel Street. No, no. But she's, she's very striking. And it seems like she's having fun with this now. I saw an interview. She was out walking her dog, and she said, yeah, you know, I'm fine with this. Nobody knew her prior to this. This, this is good for her. Yeah, Paul. Emmanuel Shrinky, I want to be careful with women's ages, but over under 38 and a half. I know because, yes. well, you course I know a lot about Emmanuel Shrinky. And well, I, we all know it because you just said it about it two minutes ago. You said it was her... Her birthday. Yeah. Her oh, you said the name. I didn't know I said the did name. Did I say the age? Can't say the age. Yes, you did. Oh, no. Oh. Or, well, you gave someone's age because you said she's 44. I'm, I apologize. Now we're really, really not getting her. No, I apologize. <laughs> My authorized 2004 debut. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about the final episode. Yeah, no, it oh, ran okay. from 2011, so eight years ago. Yeah, it's, so it started 15, end of eight. All right. Lane Kiffin joining us? <laughs> I thought it looked like tomorrow at this point. Tomorrow? I still don't understand the whole why you can't say, especially in the Google world where you can find out in less than a second I know, the age of I, any person. I, I know. I, yeah, you, if you look on IMDb, when you get your TV credits or movie credits, they, they've taken away ages on there, too, I think, uh, for a lot of the women. We're living in a post-age society, so. <laughs> and I'm not an ageist, you know, but. Emmanuel Shrieky at 44, she looks spectacular. She looks 34. She looks spectacular. Yes, McCoy. I think this is a good time for my sweatpants, Paul, if you're ready for that. No. <laughs> yes, it's Paul. It's got a sports hook. It's pretty good. Okay. It's a good debate. All right. You want it? You or... see what happens when guests don't show up. Yeah. You know? Radio gold, usually. Yeah. Called an opportunity, Dan. Called the right. best segment of the day. Yeah. All right, McLovin, what do you have? So, Mets GM Brody Van Wagenen told SNY the other day that he does not own a single pair of sweatpants. Okay. So, I was wondering, we had a big debate over here. Are you in favor of liberalizing the use of sweatpants and letting, say, people wear sweatpants to work? Yes or no? Well, what kind of work are you in? Any, I mean, say, make it a law that sweatpants are interchangeable with slacks. Like you can show up in khakis, jeans, or sweatpants. It doesn't well, they matter. have they've dressed up these sweatpants. True. You know that I've seen women who wear these pants that got the piping down the side that look like sweatpants. Women are a different topic here, though. Women can wear anything just about, and it, I think the sweatpants have been over overly libertized or liberalized. You know, sweatpants back in the day meant I'm giving up. I'm leaving the house with sweatpants means I can't even muster the energy to put on a pair. And whenever of I wear sweatpants, Seton always says. Looks like you've given up. Oh, you! <laughs> I've worn sweatpants and seen to go. Oh, you! Oh, wow! Looks like uh, like what happened? We were in Miami up? the other day, and and Fritzy wore sweatpants outside in Miami in South Beach, which is kind of a hotbed of fashion. I would yeah. do it again in a second, and if I'm going to a big buffet and it's and it's not any kind of fancy place, I want to have some extra room to stretch out. I don't need a tight pair of jeans pressing me. All right, we'll take a break here. I got Reggie Miller coming up. Uh, Eighteen after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. If you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. And that's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, that's Z-O-R-O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for your businesses of any size and almost any industry. Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the United States. You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping of orders of $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business to shop for, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan to sign up for a Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. That's Zorro.com slash Dan. Sign up for the Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. Celebrate the big 2020 with T-Mobile. Switch now and get two lines for just 90 bucks and two new iPhone 11s on us. So you can take a portrait built for two with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry in to T-Mobile and get two lines for 90 bucks and two iPhone 11s on us with qualifying trade-ins. 
via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay, plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may log to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Qualifying importance and finance agreements required. Five Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Reggie Miller will join us coming up here in a moment. Received a couple of uh, email, uh, one from South Africa, Masuli, who says that he listens on the Apple podcast. Also, we got an email from uh, Sam Hutchins. He lives in New Zealand. He listens on the podcast as well. This show has gone global. I think Lane Kiffin's going to join us on the program tomorrow, according to Todd. That is the game plan. All righty. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. Reggie Aloysius Miller, the Hall of Famer, turn to sports NBA analyst. He's on the call. Blazers Nuggets, that'll be Thursday night. Reg joins us on the program. Hey, Reg, how are you? I'm so glad that young man in New Zealand, because, look, I am huge in New Zealand. <laughs> so I'm glad the podcast has gone global, obviously, but in New Zealand, we're, we, are, we are all big. Wow. We are all big. Yeah. Is there cheating in basketball? We were talking about the Patriots. We've been talking about the Astros. Uh, do people cheat in basketball? It, it, here's my thing now. Um, don't Doesn't every team do what the Patriots are doing? I'm not giving them any license, but are they the only ones getting caught all the time? Like, like the Astros. I thought, like growing up in Little League, didn't the opposed or our – you know, manager always looked at their manager to see what their signs were to see if they could, you know, figure them out. Isn't that what you're supposed to be doing or no? Well, you do have – it feels like every every team has one guy who tries to decipher signals. But if you're using, you know, tech, modern technology, iPhones, uh, you're using cameras in center field, like then that's different because that's espionage. You know, the other part is just that's part of baseball – uh, you know, what the Patriots are doing, maybe they're the only ones getting caught. But I didn't know if anybody cheats in basketball. Is there a way to cheat in basketball? I don't know if there's a way to cheat. Um, I, I really don't. Because what you go over in your shoot-arounds, um, everyone runs the same plays. They're just disguised differently. Um, it's either high screen and roll, side screen and roll, or step back threes. <laughs> Everyone's running the same plays, um, so I don't. I'm not quite sure there's a way to to videotape or, or or cheat that way. But if this is true, from what I read, if, if the eight minutes of videotape was being shown on the coaches and signals. Um, again, I know Belichick is going to come out and say, well, I didn't direct anyone to do it. Someone in your organization was directed to do this. This coming from a Colts fan, Reggie Miller, just so everybody knows. Yes. <laughs> <You're> Someone <laughs> was directed to do this. Yeah. You're still not over that. No, I'm not. And I'm sure uh, there's a lot of teams that are in the Super Bowl that are not over this videotaping thing. But but my thing with this, Reg, with the whole deflate gate is each 
you know, your quarterback should be able to have the football to his liking, and the same with the opposing quarterback. I couldn't care less. I'm curious if you ever played with a basketball that you didn't like, but let's say you're playing against the Lakers and Magic wanted that ball or the Celtics and Larry Bird wanted that ball. Did you ever have a basketball? Absolutely, I would have changed the ball. Absolutely. Yeah, but you couldn't do it if you're playing on their home court, can you? Most of the time, the road team – the road team gets to choose the ball Oh, most of the time. And so this is what would happen. Mark and I, usually Mark. Mark uh, Jackson. Point guard, right, Mark Jackson would go to the, you know, the official tablet, and both captains are up there. So Mark and I would be up there, and the opposing captain, uh, let's say it's Larry Bird and, you know, Dennis John or Kevin McHale. And, you know, we're in the garden, and Bird says, this is the ball we want to use. I would turn to Mark and – you know, we would have a signal, and he would be like, no, we need another ball. And so on the road, the road team, I would say, generally gets to choose the ball because, obviously, for what you're saying, the home team, the homers know the balls, right? Yeah. So you would change the ball. The home team or the road team usually gets to choose the basketball. I'm not going to let Larry Legend use the ball that he wants to use. But wouldn't you do that with every game? If if you were on the road and you went into somebody's arena and they said, this is the ball we're using, you automatically I go. Change. Absolutely change. <laughs> Absolutely change. And you would hope. And then this is the trick we used to do at home. The balls we wanted to use, right? <laughs> we would take the ones that we didn't want to use and say, this is the ball we're using. Knowing that the other team <laughs> is going to do the same thing that we were doing. <laughs> So they'd be like, well, then what about this one? And you're like, okay, we'll go with that one, knowing that that – because we'd put, like, tiny X's. Okay, this is a form of cheating. Tiny X's on the side of the ball, the ones that were good. Yeah. And then the ones that were bad, we'd put a, a, an O. So we would have the O's out there saying, this is the ball we want to we use, knowing that they're going to change it, and we would find the X's and use those balls during the game. How but you- it's round, it goes up in the air, and you shoot it. Okay. Come on. But how do you know when you have a bad basketball? Too much air. You never want to have too much air okay. in a basketball. Um, point guards are like, I don't know, they're like air savants when it comes to that. So you never want to have too much air um, in a basketball. Um, plus, it falls off your hands when you're dribbling. So point guards are usually good at, at recognizing that. Uh, speaking of Mark Jackson, names being thrown around for the Knicks head coaching job. I mean, you love Mark Jackson. Do you want to see him put through this purgatory of coaching the Knicks? It would pain me. He is the godfather to uh, my son. It, it would pain for me to go for him to go through this, but I, I think it would be the shot that the Knicks need um, to have a hometown guy, a guy who played for the organization, won Rookie of the Year there. But you and I know Mark. He's been in line for this for, what, yeah. the last, like, eight years, right? <laughs> Hasn't his name always been mentioned for the Knicks, and yeah. he never gets it? So maybe they'll get it right this time. But I think the Knicks need something because what what has been out there for the last 15 years has been a joke. They need a new That's front a office, though, Reg. You need an owner who stays out of it. You need a new front office who will allow who will get a good coach, and they work in unison because right now that is a toxic place. No yeah, free agent wants to go there. And it will never happen. 
It will never happen because the owner will never stay out of it. And he keeps enabling the front office to, you know, at some point in time, it it can't always be about the coach. I mean, how – when when you come out and your statement is you didn't get Kyrie, you didn't get KD, you didn't get Kawhi, but your statement is we got who we wanted, which was four power forwards. Bobby Portis, really? Taj Gibson, I love, hard worker, really? Julius Randle, really? That's really who you guys wanted to get? That can't be your statement. You get to uh, see Carmelo there uh, with the Portland uh, Nuggets game there. How surprised are you? As well as coming back to Denver. I'm excited for him. You know, I know he's played, you know, his initial games were great. They've kind of fallen off a little bit um, in terms of winning ball games. So it'll be good to see him. I mean, I was happy for him. I'm just surprised it it took this long, Dan. It really. But there's a lot of teams now. But do you think LeBron looks at this and says, you know what, maybe maybe we should have brought Carmelo in? No, no, because I, I think what it, it was a perfect fit for Melo in Portland because that offense was very stagnant. Um, it was a it was always between McCollum and, and Lillard. They had the injuries, so it was a perfect fit because they needed instant offense, and that's what Melo brings. The Lakers, they're playing both ends of the floor. Yeah. I mean. As great as they're playing offensively and the win streak, which was just busted, by the way, um, defensively, they're at the top half, and that's not Melo's game. Melo's all about the offense. Not that he would have tried, but I don't think it would have been as good a fit as the Blazers as it would have been for the Lakers. I agree. And you know who's gotten lost in all of this, and not that he's asking for recognition, is Frank Vogel. I think Vogel, and I said at the time, there was no drama, low-key guy, bring him in there, even though you tried to, you know, force in Jason Kidd as well. Vogel has done a very good job quietly with this team, and, and they are very good at both ends of the floor. Uh, can I bring something up? Because you and I had a conversation a couple weeks ago, and you, you kind of went at me okay. about Anthony Davis not being a top-ten player. Oh, no, no, top, top five. Okay, top, top well, five. have you changed your tune a little bit? Have you changed your tune a little bit? Okay, you only have to ask me once. Yes, I'm waiting. Okay. Uh, the Greek Freak is one, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, LeBron. LeBron. LeBron in the James, okay. James Harden. Okay. Uh, do I put Luka Doncic in over Anthony Davis? Can make a can make a case. <laughs> okay. Can make a case. Okay, okay. so you're just teetering on the, the, you know, inside of the top five here. Kawhi Leonard, now I got Anthony Davis on the outside. So now he's sixth. Look, (laughs) the whole point, because I'm a a Kawhi apologist, but it's killing me that, you know, he's not playing back-to-backs. So that may take him out of the top five, right, because he doesn't play every game. Okay. But I know what I'm going to get come April, May, and June. I don't know what I'm getting with Anthony Davis, though. I, I, as what do you mean you don't know? No, no, I, I love. I, on 15 damn shots. I was on the bandwagon before most people were with Anthony Davis. And I have the tape here to say that, that he'll have the breakout year, which he did when he was in New Orleans. So I, I've already been on his bandwagon. I said, and he's 
every bit the talent that the Greek freak is. He's he's a different. But you gave me so much about Anthony Davis being top five. He's gonna and what I said. He's gonna take votes away from LeBron. That's why LeBron probably will not win MVP because That's they're true. gonna split. They're gonna split votes. Okay. That's a top five talent. I want him to be healthy. You're talking about Kawhi's not in the top five because he doesn't play enough. Anthony Davis has not played enough. I want to see yeah. him be healthy. If he's healthy, plays seventy games. I hope he wins offensive and you know defensive MVP. How's that? How's that? Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. I just like how you've cooled a little bit to that whole conversation. So thank you. I'm glad you've come full circle with me. He's one of the top five players in LA. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll go with that. In the state of California, he's one of the top yeah. five players. No, I, I think Anthony Davis is more than lived up to uh, the promise there. I just want him to be healthy for a, an entire season, and that's something. Even right now, he's not healthy. That's true, and that remains. He's still to playing. Be seen. He's playing great. Seventy plus games. Um, and the numbers he's doing at both ends, yes. I think he has a shot to be Defensive Player of the Year, and he'll be a finalist for the MVP along with LeBron. They won't win it because they're going to take votes away. I think it's Giannis's to lose again. But if you – do the Lakers look at load management here for Anthony Davis, though, Reg? At some point in time, they're going to have to, but I think – I really think they want to get that number one seed in the West. I think that they want everything to run through them come playoff time. I think that's what's important to them. So I think they're going to – it's going to come down to that, that March schedule. You know, if they're four or five games ahead, I think they'll start to pick and choose spots when to rest uh, both of those guys. LeBron, too. They need to load management on LeBron as well. Yeah. Now, LeBron wants to make a statement. His statement is, I don't need load management. Yeah, but it's a look. You got to be smarter than that. I agree. More important. I agree. Regular season or the playoffs. He's got to be fresh come playoff time too. I agree absolutely. When you were in New Orleans, I know that you brought it up that you thought that Zion was going to be coming back. You gave sort of a time frame here. Uh, did... No, no. I, again, I don't. And let me clarify what I said. Okay. I don't think we'll see him this calendar year. When in 2020 will we see him? I, I'm thinking more after the All-Star break. Now, David Griffin and them, they swear he'll be back sooner than that. Wow. But he is not even on the court yet. So it's going to take him – And look, he's a big dude. I got a chance to speak with him in the locker room. That's a big dude. He's and a wide dude. He's not as he's tall as right. people think I'm he is. Taller than, I'm taller than him. Yes. I'm taller than him. Wide as in when Sir Charles – Philadelphia wide. <laughs> that's a wide dude but but do you think they want to do you think that this is just this is more strategic that we're going to i think it is i really do i think their message is he's coming back he's coming back to keep interest for new orleans they have a ton of national games they don't want to be flexed he's coming back coming back so the networks keep coming there mm. but i i would look i I could be. I hope I'm wrong. I want him to be on the court in January. I just don't think he's coming back anytime soon, and they're going to take their time, which they should, because he's a generational type player, and they're going to take their time and bring him back. I also wanted to bring this up. This will sound so random, but this guy, the reason why this guy, I love 
what he's done because he worked hard and he didn't get to the the NBA and then stop. Andre Drummond is averaging 17 and 17. Three years ago, he's shooting 38% from the free throw line. He's up to 64%. Now, I know that he's not going to be featured. They're not People don't go out of their way to watch Andre Drummond, but he's a full-time, legitimate star in the NBA. And in terms of when people talk about the best centers in the game, you go with uh, Jokic, obviously Joel Embiid. He always gets overlooked. Even people want to throw Anthony Davis, which to me, I think Anthony Davis is more of a power forward. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, or Carl Anthony Towns, people forget about Drummond is because he plays in Detroit. And, you know, usually they're teetering around the 8, 9, 10 spot, and they get off to slow starts, which the Pistons have done. But you talk about a walking double-double. I mean, I think he leads uh, all big men in 2020 games this year. Yeah, he's been really impressive. What happened to Blake Griffin? Probably, look... He's always had knee problems. You talk about a guy that's always been injured, right? Has the talent, but always been injured. I will say this. I'll give Blake a lot of credit because he was playing on one knee during the playoffs last year. Yeah. And looked phenomenal. But but he kind of did. I guess Detroit makes you disappear because I. It does. You know, you're with the Clippers. You're in L.A. You know, you're, you're dating you the Kardashians. Yes. State Farm, you know, you're all everywhere. And then you're in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the Motor City. <laughs> oh, by the way, Ben Simmons, two for four from three-point range. All right. Look, I am going to put my – I'm going to nominate him for the three-point contest this year. I really am. Why not? He's shooting 50%. Why not? Wait, did he ever take you up on that offer that you said you he would help him in the offseason? He never called. He never called him. Maybe that's a good thing. Cause oh, wait a minute. Wait. What? Paulie? We heard he called Ray Allen. Oh, he called Ray Allen. He wanted to have a really oh, good. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Paulie, that's a walk-off. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's a walk-off. And that's mean-spirited. You shouldn't be doing that to yeah. Reggie. Sorry, Reg. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he could have called Ray. I'm not quite sure Ray would have called him back. I would at least called him back. Wow. He kept his form. You could have you could have helped him. I don't know why he wouldn't have taken you up on that offer. I don't know why he wouldn't. Be crazy not Man, to. My number is still the same. I know. It's still the same. I know. Somebody out there who's with Ben Simmons should should get a hold of Reggie and and the fact that he will give you he'll he'll put you in the lab and uh, you know, you'll 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 help him there. We're not going to be doing any Instagram videos <laughs> making it look cute and all that. We're going back to old Hoosier type, you know. We're going to run your legs, get your legs tired first, and then start to shoot. Uh, Larry Bird turned 63 this week. Oh, that's my guy. Yeah. My idol. Larry Legend. That's my game. Yeah, getting old. Larry Legend. Larry Legend still. Oh. He can still shoot. Yes. Yeah. He'll, he, who's the oldest, best shooter you've ever been around? Craig Hodges. Yeah, but Hodges isn't that old, is he? Oh, he's in his 50s. He's older than I am. But there has to be – Bird's a better shooter than Hodges, isn't he? No, I would go with Hodges. Okay. Give me somebody at in there. 63, but at 63, I would say Bird is probably the best. Who would be else – who else would be up there in their 60s? Wow. I'm trying to think. Dale Ellis? She's not 60. Oh. He's still in his 50s. All right. I got to find somebody. He's 59, Reg. Dale Ellis is 59? Yeah. 
Wow, that's borderline. <laughs> I'm trying to think who would be the oldest best shooter. Larry Legend. Maybe right? maybe a, a 50 to 60 years of age three-point shooting contest. So you would have Chris Mullen. Yeah. Craig Hodges, Dale Ellis, myself, uh, Dale Curry. Ooh, okay. Right? Yeah. Dale Curry. Yeah, Dale Curry. You guys would run out of energy, though, I think. <laughs> right? <laughs> one rack. No, one, one rack. rack. <laughs> That's all we doing. No. One rack. <laughs> I'd tune in for it. I'd tune in for that. You know, I, I get Vince Carter in the slam dunk contest. I'm all good for All-Star Weekend. Vince, one dunk. That's all you're allowed. One dunk. Uh, Reg will be on the call with Kevin Harlan and Kristen Ledlow. That'll be uh, 1030 Eastern on Thursday night. Blazers and the Nuggets. Thanks, Reg. We'll talk to you soon. Top five L.A. players, LeBron, <laughs> A.D., Kawhi, Paul George, and this is going to shock you. Bronny Jr., Sierra Canyon. <laughs> He's the fifth best. <laughs> Is he better than Dwayne Wade's son? Yes. Okay. Bronny. Yeah. Does LeBron play – does Bronny and LeBron play together? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. <laughs> I hope I can still play with Riker. I hope. I really do. But absolutely they're playing one-on-one. Absolutely. No, together in the NBA. Oh, no, that won't happen. Oh, no. I no. think it will. I think it will. He is, uh, is he a freshman at Sierra Canyon? I think so. By then, we'll be done with the one and done. Comes out. He's, uh, no, no. That's all that. He has three more years. No. All right. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take so the you're over. Going, you're going with the King Griffey, King Griffey yeah. Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I'm balling with that be, though. That would be, <laughs> be awesome. awesome. It'd be awesome. That would be awesome. All right. I got to go. Love you. Thank you, buddy. That's Reggie Miller. We're back after this. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BETNOW to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. FC, betonline.ag has you covered. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Hey listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast1.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, keep sending those calendars in. Mario is so excited. 
He's such a sad guy. He, whenever the mail comes in, he just opens the door and then he points and he's got this sad look on his face. We got another batch of calendars. There's probably 50 that, you know, we're going to sign. And, and that's what I said. If you're buying a calendar and, and you know, you send self-addressed stamped envelope, we'll sign all those calendars. But if you take the camera back into the mail room, you're going to see there's a lot, a lot of calendars back there. In fact, uh, I think our cameraman is uh, – there it is. They have another stack full of calendars there. Mario's got a long afternoon. But if you, uh, if you buy the uh, calendar and you want to send it in, we'll be more than happy to autograph those and send them back in time for the holidays. Yes, Paul. And Mario's you know, got the morose look on his face, oh. and he moves with the speed of a, like a container ship <laughs> moving glacially around the studio <laughs> to get to the next set of them. Uh, by the way, uh, Two Days and Mario are collecting the uh, Meet Friday holiday songs, and we have this uh, from Suzanne in Atlanta. We smoke meats on Meat Friday, turkey, pork, we stay in our lane, marinated, based, and waiting, suck it back, roll, Traeger's hot, and smoke is sweet, the boys just want to eat some meat. No greens here, that's crystal clear. Thank you, Todd. It's section row E. <laughs> well done, Suzanne. In Atlanta, you could also download your songs on the app, and then uh, we'll be uh, crowning our Traeger Holiday Meet Friday song champ coming up right before uh, Christmas. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie? Quickly, in 1919, the National League voted to ban spitballs by all new pitchers. It was grandfathered in. If you're an older pitcher, the Rules Committee officially voted to get the ban the following February. This day in sports history brought to you by Continental Tire. Proud to be the exclusive tire of the Dan Patrick Show. No matter what you drive, where you drive, how you drive, they have a tire for you. Todd, what did I learn on today's program? LSU should make quarterback Derek Stingley Jr. a two-way player next season. Yeah. He's a better shot to win the Heisman Trophy. Yep, and I think that they'll look at doing that. I really do. What we learned brought to you by True Car. McLovin used them, Paulie used them, and you should certainly use them if you're ready to buy or sell. You get a true cash offer. You're going to find out in minutes if you want to uh, trade in your car, what your car's value is. They've got you covered. True Car. You'll enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Lane Kiffin will be on the program tomorrow. The 49ers wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, will stop by. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you tomorrow. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.